Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Now we're going to go to our Inside the Tiger Den segment. And it's brought to you by Go Tax Resolution. Your go-to tax resolution team, G-E-A-U-X, Go Tax Go. And on our Oakland Heart Jewelers Talk and Text Line, we're going to have uh, Jeff Palermo from the Louisiana Radio Network. Jeff, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Jeff, I'm going to ask you, best memory you have, LSU-Auburn, because they've had some crazy games in this series. I know what he's going to oh, say. Oh, man, yeah, that, that, that's a tough one. That is a tough <laughs> one. Um, <laughs> I, I think it, well, since it, it, since it's a, an election day, I think uh, I'm going to go with Max Lynch and Demetrius Bird. Man, uh, I think you know, about that, that often. That happened on election night. Uh, it was an absolutely crazy play. I'll, I'll never forget. In fact, I was on. I was on, I'm not exactly sure why. I, I don't think WWL was carrying the game or something like that because obviously it was election night or something. But I remember just um, being on on the phone, really uh, providing an election update to WWL and uh, watching the game. And all of a sudden, you know, the, the time's ticking down and. And then they they're, they're they're in position obviously to kick a field goal and then you see Matt Flynn go and you know drop it back and you're like what are they doing? <laughs> <laughs> and and, and Les took credit for all that. Yeah, he did. yeah you know damn yeah, well did. he had no clue what he was happening. What was going he didn't on. know what was going on at that <laughs> no. point. It was Matt Flynn that man give yeah. that all to Matt to make that play yeah. happen and hit hitting yeah. Demetrius Bird just by uh, Les's reaction you knew he really didn't he call did. that yeah. play. No, he, he no, he he lost complete track of time, and uh, I mean, if Demetrius <laughs> well, wasn't the first time, in, <laughs> 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 so I'll have to go with that one. And I would say a, a close second uh, would be, uh, I, I guess you go back to 2001, and when the game got pushed back, obviously it was supposed to be played yeah. the Saturday after 9/11, and it ended mm-hmm. up getting pushed all the way back to uh, December, and that game decided who would represent the Western Division in the SEC championship game. Uh, and that was, uh, it was a, you know, it was in December, cold night. Uh, you know, the, the kickers are, Auburn's kickers are trying to get on the field, and LSU's band is still performing, and there's a little bit of a shoving match. Uh, and so that was kind of, that. I would say that's a close second uh, for sure. <laughs> Jeff, man, good to talk to you, man. I'm surprised you didn't go back to 1998 when I was um, 
quarterback myself, and I ended up winning the uh, <laughs> play of the week game. But that's all right. That's a different century. We'll worry about it later. Anyway, um, how does LSU fare tonight, man, against an up-and-coming Auburn team? Um, what do you see that LSU has to do to continue from last week in order to, to face a, what I think is a, a very great rivalry against the Auburn Tigers? And how do you see LSU faring tonight? Well, I, I think uh, you just have to build on what you what you kind of started seeing, especially defensively in that game against Missouri. And I, I think it starts with trying to force some turnovers, trying to force some negative plays, get Auburn behind the chains, um, make them mm-hmm. try to throw the football. I mean, this is you know, usually, it, I don't know, it seems like you always see like, you know, there's a team strength going up against another team's weakness. But here it, it's a week, it's week, week, week versus week. Week. <laughs> week, week versus week, strong versus strong. You know, Auburn's good at stopping the run, and uh, they're good on defense. And obviously, LSU's terrific on offense. And then uh, Auburn can't pass, but and LSU can't defend the pass. So uh, you have to think that. Uh, and I know Brian Kelly talked about it this week that you know, hey, Auburn, they just choose to run the football more than they pass. Okay, that's fine. But you can't just see if you're an opposing team, you just can't sit there and say, oh, well, we're going to just come out here and run the ball 70 percent of the time. And I understand it's a lot of RPOs. So you, you really don't make the de- determination on whether you're running the ball or passing the ball. until you see the other team line up. But I think they got to challenge LSU secondary. And, and let's see if LSU's defense is, uh, is ready for the challenge. One of the things, Jeff, last year, they jump all over LSU. Yeah. I mean, it, it was like, you know, you walk in and did a bad cat jump on you, and you're trying to get that cat off you. And, and you had a difficult time in the first half. Then I think Auburn got conservative in the second half, almost like LSU wasn't going to come back and win that game. And then it was our first sort of glimpse of Perkins. He comes up in a, with an interception in that game, had a couple big stops on the defensive mm-hmm. side of the football and a turnover. But, <laughs> I, you know, I, I get the fact that they're in transition now with Hugh. And, and I think Hugh's the right coach for this football team. I really think he is. Now, he's got to recruit better at quarterback. And, man. His first swing at the bat, mm, that cat ain't, he ain't too good throwing the football. We had two Auburn fans. I got to clean them up, so to speak, because, man, they, they, they were doing some hussing and cussing about those quarterbacks for Auburn uh, as they left Acme Oyster House here. But you can see where he doesn't quite have everything in place, but Ron Roberts' defense is still fundamentally sound, and they're pretty good in the secondary. But they're going to get tested today by Jaden Daniels. Yeah, they will. And, and I'm looking forward to seeing, you know, what kind of factor Jalen Simpson has in this football game. Yeah. Uh, you know, f- four interceptions on the season, uh, not many completions uh, when he's in coverage on a particular receiver. And we all know how terrific LSU's receivers are. So how does that matchup play out? Uh, is, is Auburn able to get any kind of a pressure on, on uh, Jalen Daniels? Can they somehow – try to contain him just a little bit. Uh, you know, Marcus Harris has had a really good season for them to start off the year on that defensive line. So, yeah, they got some really good capable players. Ron Roberts is a, a very good defensive coordinator. Did a terrific job, a terrific job as the head coach at Southeastern. Was great at, at UL and uh, did well at Baylor. So, uh, and really, to be honest, Baylor, I, don't, I think they're they probably been the same since he left. Yeah, They haven't so, been the so same he, defensively. 
Yeah, so so for sure. So, yeah, and I think so. And here's the thing, um, you know, for Auburn offensively. You know, coming off this bye week, with, did, did they figure something out? Did they – um, are, are they, you know, did they self scout themselves and recognize, okay, we can do this a little bit better? You know, they're going to they're going to show LSU some different looks coming off of this bye week. So, this is going to be a game where you know, LSU is going to have to make some adjustments on the fly, and and, and that's why this is man, it's just such a tricky game. Even you know, you look at the point spread and you say, oh, LSU's favorite by eleven, they should win this game by double digits, but you, there's. Yeah, I remember two years ago when, and granted it was Bo Nix. Bo Nix yep. is one of the better quarterbacks in college yep. football, but that Auburn team, man, just yep. gave LSU all kinds of fits that night, and that was a slow starting game for Auburn. LSU yes, got it a was. And nothing on them, and, and then Bo Nix eventually all of a sudden started making some plays, and then LSU couldn't tackle him, and he, he hit some big plays, so... This is this is, and it seems like that's how this game is kind of played out here recently. Is uh, you know, once one team really starts getting on a roll, it's hard for the other team to try to swing it back. It's been a, a, a big shift in momentum in these type of games, and it's it's been interesting to see how it's uh, panned out that that way. Jeff, uh, I talked to Mason Smith, and he was like, "Man, I had a chance to make a play on Bo Nix three times, and he got away from me." He yeah. said, but that was just one play. He got away from me three different times, yep. and he yeah. completes the ball. He said, you know, we sort of had him, and we knew what he was going to do, but he would somehow maneuver it around. But he said then the following weeks, he was like, man, is that the same that- Bo Nix that beat us? Now, I see what he's doing for Oregon. That's a different story. But he was a highly erratic quarterback at Harvard. Yeah, he was. Highly erratic guy. And that night, he was all world. Yeah, and I think probably his two best games at Auburn were against LSU. Yes. He just yeah. seemed, for whatever reason, he seems to really play well against LSU. Herb? No, I agree with that. Jeff, look, this, this is, for me, this is one of my favorite games of the year. How do you feel about this game not being played every year moving forward after this year? What's your thoughts mm. on that? Well, yeah, yeah, this is the, this is the negative about <laughs> this is – this is the negative about the, the whole uh, conference realignment. And, and uh, you know, I'm still kind of 50-50 on Oklahoma and Texas still joining the league. Um, mm-hmm. And so – Well, they're getting uh, used to it. <laughs> yeah. Because yeah. That, that's and, reality. That's that. Yeah. Jeff, I wanted to ask you – you can elaborate a little bit more, but do you think the SEC will maybe accept a couple more teams? Yep. Because there's, there's a lot of talk. Florida State, North Carolina – being maybe the two target teams that the SEC would go after uh, if you want to expand. So uh, go a little bit about the Texas-Oklahoma, but also about future expansion that you could see Florida State and North Carolina kind of tag teaming uh, with the other SEC teams too. And now you got it sort of all the way from the Atlantic coast into the Florida region. Now you got Texas, Oklahoma. You talk about some big markets yep. for peeping eyes, people watching. And that's what the networks are concerned about. Well, and I think even though Florida State has a, a better tradition when it comes to football than North Carolina, I think North Carolina is more of an attraction to the SEC than Florida State because it, it expands their footprint. You know, yes. if they go ahead and add, you know, a lot of people think, oh, Clemson and Florida State, 
they're going to join the SEC as soon as they get out of their, their media rights deal. Well, but uh, or the SEC is already in South Carolina. It's already that's right. in Florida. So, so that's not, as far as dollars and cents-wise, that doesn't, that doesn't move the needle for the Southeastern Conference. What has made the Big Ten's expansion uh, so uh, impressive is now they're out on the West Coast. Now they're in L.A. Now they're out, or they will be out in Seattle, and they'll be out in Oregon, Pacific Northwest. And, uh, you know, even when they picked up, you know, the likes of Rutgers in Maryland, yeah, it, it doesn't add to the talent value of the league, but it's adding eyeballs to the conference. Now you got big metropolitan areas like Washington, D.C., and New York, New Jersey, you know, watching Big Ten games because Rutgers and Maryland are involved in them. And that's – so if this – if the ACC somehow, if these schools are able to get out of their TV rights deal, I think they go after North Carolina. And if you go after North Carolina, well, you got to get Duke with them because they, you yep. want that rivalry to continue in basketball. So I think for the SEC, when it gets to that point, I think they will they will go after – North Carolina and Duke uh, before they go after Florida State and, South, and Clemson. But the problem is, it seems like the Big Ten has its ducks in a row. I mean, it wasn't yeah, just a, right. week or, a week or two ago. They already got their schedule format. The SEC can't figure it out. They can't. <laughs> they can't. See. So uh, eventually, they got to. They got to. Eventually, Greg Sankey's got to come in and say, "Listen, guys, I know we got we got 16 teams or 16 schools that all have a different perspective on it." But this is what we got to do, and we're going to do it. Whether you like it or not, we're going to do it. And until then, we're just going to kind of be in this, well, are we doing eight games? Are we doing nine games? We're doing. Yeah, we, uh, I mean, if the Big Ten can figure it out, the SEC should be able to figure it out. But, yeah, it's going to be, you know, not playing you know, Auburn next year. It's going to be weird because it's, it's, been, it's been a great college football rivalry. It's been a fun series, and uh, hopefully – um, these two teams will hook it up again in 2025. Jeff, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon. Yes, really sir. appreciated all your insights. And hey, I, I heard you uh, making a, a TV call the other day, right? Nickel State. How about that? Uh, yeah, I was on the McNeese. I, I do the McNeese, McNeese. Uh, home TV gig. Yeah. Yeah. So, and yeah. so, uh, man, I, I got to uh, got to watch it, and I was like, man, uh, I, I I put it on, and I heard the voice. It's like me. You go somewhere. Oh, if they don't recognize you facially, they recognize the voice that's real right. quick. Yeah. So uh, that's great, man. Great for you. So thanks so much, Jeff. We appreciate it, buddy. All right, guys. You have a good one. Thanks. All right. All right. That's our Inside the Tiger Den segment and was brought to you by Go Tax Resolution. Your go-to tax resolution team, G-E-A-U-X, Go Tax Go. Again, Go Tax Resolution. We'll be back with more of the Gulf Coast Bank and Trust Tiger Tailgating Show. Mike to tell you along with Herb Tyler right after this break here on the Big 870 WWL, the home of the LSU Fighting Tigers. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey everyone, Boomer Esiason here. The NFL Draft is behind us and your favorite team is now gearing up for week number one. The free Odyssey app puts you right in the middle of the pro football conversation with the biggest sports radio stations from across the country. The local voices who know your team the best, giving you their unfiltered takes on the current state of your squad. It's always football season right here on the free Odyssey app. 